So we know from the Bible that it is important that we make our time count here on earth. But from the same Bible, we also get tips on how to make our time count here on earth. And that's what we're diving into today with the passage in, in the book of Hebrews. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you do so, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive by being an agent of transformation for His kingdom's purposes in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bol Kire, your host for this show, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110, including this um, other episode talking about um, your time uh, here on earth uh, by going on the CHRI.ca website or Thrive1110.ca, that's Thrive1110.ca, and you can also find those previous episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., so you, this show, um, um, Thrive 1110, is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping Christian leaders, Christian entrepreneurs, professionals discern and take their next right step in money, meaning in their finances and in their business, so they can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for their approaching life transitions. So, as I was explaining right at the beginning, uh, we are going to dive into a passage of Hebrews today. The Bible gives us tips um, on how to make our time count here on earth. And in in previous episodes, I talked about uh, this importance from the Bible that we actually make our time count. And uh, in one of the episodes, I believe the previous one, I used um, the analogy of a tree. And I asked, what kind of a tree are you? Because we are supposed to produce uh, fruits according to our kinds, to according to what you are wired to produce. And then the question was, what kind of a tree are you? What has God planted you um, on earth here to produce uh, as a fruit? And are you doing that? And then we we went into some prayer. But I, I just want to start today by um, going back into this story that is a short story, but actually depicts uh, the importance of us being aware of uh, of our time here on earth. And it's this story, remember this story, and, and I had, had heard it on the radio one day, and it's this story of a couple, and um, the wife is dying, and the husband is um, having a conversation with his wife, and uh, he's asking her, honey, how does it feel like to live every day knowing you're dying? And then the wife graciously straightens up and looks at him in the eyes and replies this, Honey, how does it feel like to live every day pretending you are not? See, this really captures the essence of it, uh, that we are all passengers in this world. And uh, God has put us here for a purpose. Um, and uh, what that is 
and how that looks like and how we actually living out that purpose while we're here on earth uh we 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 have like family lives we have professional life maybe you are an employee or you are a business owner or a ministry leader uh the key question is are we doing what we're supposed to be doing according to God's purposes for our lives in our business in our work um and in our life in general are we being the tree that we're called to be and are we producing those fruits and i mentioned that we would um go into the book of hebrews and i like this um opening verse um in the chapter in chapter 12 of hebrews and i'm going to read that right now so that's hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and it says i'm living from uh, the new living translation it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us let me read that verse again so that's hebrews 12 verse 1 therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race god has set before us now if i put you in the context of this opening verse in uh, hebrews chapter 12 it comes obviously right after hebrews chapter 11 and uh, if you've been used to going to church you've certainly heard about hebrews 11 being a chapter on faith indeed if you read hebrews 11 it it tells you about all of these men and women of faith um that uh, uh you can read about as you go from genesis to uh, until the the new testament and it talks about abraham it talks about um uh, jacob talks about moses talks about david etc uh, so all of these um heroes of the faith are being um mentioned in hebrews 11 and uh, it's it's being mentioned as hebrews 11 uh uh conclude that they've already departed for um the other side of life in eternity but they have not seen everything that had been promised to them because they are kind of uh, god kind of gracious, graciously uh put us here in this time so that along with us us plus all these other men and women of faith we will together uh receive the fullness of his promises in the future in a coming day so then it transitions into hebrews 12 saying therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witness and that's the first thing i want to to outline here we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith paul uh, paul or whoever wrote hebrews is really referring here to these people these men and women of faith that went um for eternity before us that went that are in the other realm right now 
So he is referring to them as a crowd of witnesses surrounding us, surrounding us. So I don't know, um, today maybe you've lost a loved one. You've lost uh, a parent, a brother, a sister. Uh, maybe you cannot really relate to Abraham or Moses, um, but you can relate to a loved one, a, a grandpa, a grandma, that um, was somebody of faith while they were living here on earth. This verse actually tells us, gives us a hint that they are part of this crowd of witness because they lived this life of faith. And they are part of this crowd of witnesses. And I like to envision this and imagine this um, um, with all of this crowd composed of, yes, those great men and women of God, but those people that I could relate with while they were here on earth, parents, grandparents, brothers, sisters, etc., in, in the faith, and uh, cheering up on you. Run, run, run the race. Run the race that was set before you by God. Run that race. And they're cheering up on you. So I just want you to be encouraged today that there are many people that you probably are not even aware of that uh, surround you in your walk with God, in your business, in your everyday life, cheering up and saying, go, don't give up, go, run the race, continue and do it. So uh, um, I, I wanted to stop and highlight that first, because to me, it's really uh, comforting to know that, yes, these people have come before us. They are in the other well, realm, and uh, but there is still a connection. We are surrounded by them. And, uh, and I like to envision them cheering upon us and encouraging us. <laughs> to to run the race to continue so um so be encouraged today as you are walking this walk maybe you're going through a rough time in your business a rough time in your ministry a rough time in your life in general be encouraged and hang on to this life of faith now after that first part it continues on still Hebrews 12 verse 1 and tells us about stripping off every weight that slows us down. Every weight that slows us down. And then it continues, especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. So there is a race that God has set before us, a race that you are called to run. And it is not necessarily the same race that uh, I am called to run. It is not necessarily the same race that your neighbor, your friend, uh, um, your business partner, your employees, etc., are called to run. Everybody has a race. Yes, we have a collective race. We are racing here. As you're hearing my voice, it means you're alive right now. So we are racing in the same time. Uh, but we're not necessarily running the same race because we have specific purposes, each one of us. And, and I, I believe it's Ephesians 2.10 that teaches us about specific works that God had prepared already, even before we were here, 
for us to accomplish and fulfill. So we have a specific race to run. And uh, I have this image coming to my mind, the image of a family. And uh, let's imagine, for example, uh, father, mother, and uh, and uh, two children, like a boy and a girl. And uh, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling because um, it is also bringing memory of... Uh, of a cartoon that uh, my kids love to watch, and it's called the Burstein's Bur- Bur- Burstein's Bears, and uh, the name of the of uh, it's a family composed of a a father, a mother, uh, and and a boy and a girl, and uh, their names are simply father, mother, brother, and sister. So let's take this example in this illustration I wanted to to use here. That uh, made me smile as it reminded me of, uh, of my girl's um, uh, cartoon, The Bear Stains Bears. I don't even know if I'm saying this correctly. But anyway, so yeah, so let's imagine father, mother, brother, and sister. And brother um, signs up to run a race. He signs up to run a 10K race. And that 10 kilometers race, for him, it's like a challenge. He's challenging himself. He wants to push beyond his comfort. He wants to go out of his comfort zone and run this race. He wants to get out of laziness and 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 kick himself somewhere and and start running this race. And um, so the the father is so thrilled by the fact that his son signs up to run this ten k race and all it means for his son. That the father, in order to encourage and show support for his son, he decides to sign up for the same race. So the father signs up for the same race, but he has his own reasons. He is not doing it uh, to push himself out of his comfort zone or whatever. He is doing this to really um, help and bless and support his son. And then the mother says, well, okay, since uh, my husband and my son uh, have signed up to run this race. I will do the same, but I will do it in order to maybe to to um, to collect funds for a charitable cause. Maybe she wants to collect funds to support research on cancer, or to collect funds to donate to uh, CHRI, for example. And she's running this race, and um, so she signs up. And the daughter says, "Well, okay, it's great." The entire family has signed up for this race, but I won't sign up for this race. I'll stay home and uh, I will make sure that when you guys come back from the race, you have something healthy, fresh, um, and, and, and tasty to eat and uh, to satisfy your physical cravings as you come back from the race. So everybody is in one way or another engaged in the race. And, um, and the date of the race comes the entire family is involved in one way or another. They are each running their race, but they are not necessarily running the same race. For father, mother, and brother, they are actually at the same event, probably running side by side, but they are not running the same race. They are not. So we're going to go in a short break, and um, we'll come back and we'll continue on this. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial. 
helping you, Christian entrepreneurs and professionals, discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back. Um, This is Thrive 1110, the show where you get Bible-friendly practical tips on business and money. You've been listening um, to this episode where we we kind of going through this passage in the book of Hebrews, uh, especially Hebrews chapter 12, uh, regarding purpose, regarding the race that God has set for us. And I was giving this illustration with this family, father, mother, uh, brother, sister, that signed up to run this 10K race. Uh, father, mother, and brother are running at the same event, but with different motivations. They they have totally different motivations. They are running at the same event, uh, running side by side even, but with totally different motivations. So let me pause right here and and ask, is it possible that um, you are um, in this business um, as a leader, in this ministry as a leader, or as an employee, and you are not running the same race? as everybody else in the business? Is it possible? If you're not running the same race, which I suspect that's the case, that you have a different race to run because that's how God has made us unique with a unique purpose, even though we have a collective assignment, does um, the race you're running fit with everybody else's? If not, there's a problem. And if yes, great. And I'm saying that simply to say that if you're a business leader and you have employees, you have partners, my question is, are the races that you are called to run compatible? Are the races that you are called to run really bringing you together in this endeavor? Maybe you're an employee. Is the race that you're called to run as an individual by God does it fit with what you're doing right now in that in that business or in that ministry? Is it fitting? And I'm asking that because of what this verse, Hebrews 12, 1 says. Um, um, after saying, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witness to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down. That's key. Is there anything that is actually slowing you down? Worse, is there anything that is actually taking you on a totally different track, making you run a totally different race, one that was not yours? And if you're actually running your race, are there things that you have in your plate that are slowing you down, which shouldn't be there in your plate because they are not yours to uh, look after? It could even be good things. But are there things, are there weights that are slowing you down? And then I like this part where it says, especially the sin that so easily trips us. Are you, are you chained in any kind of destructive pattern or behavior, be it emotionally, uh, be it physically? Let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us. So there's sin, 
If you're saying, yeah, Paul, I, I don't have any any bondage to any sin right now. Good, great for you. Praise God. But is there anything else? Maybe that you don't categorize as sin, but things that are not part of the race that you're supposed to run, which are eating up your resources, eating up your capacity, and making you slow down as far as the race that God has set before you. So um, think of that, and that would be our Let's Get Practical section. So let's quickly transition to our Let's Get Practical section as we are going towards the end of this episode today. Bold. Let's Get Practical. Number one, is the race you're running compatible with the race that everybody else is running in the organization you're in, be it a ministry or a business. If you're a business leader, are you hiring people knowing about the race they're called to run, making sure that the race they're called to run is compatible with the race you're running in your business or in your ministry? That's number one. Number two, is there anything that is slowing you down or has the potential to slow you down as you're running this race that God has for you? It could be sin, any bondage, any sin that is slowing you down, any any issue slowing you down, any cares that you have that shouldn't be in your plate, any activities that you're undertaking, that you're involved in, could even look like good activities. In fact, could be good activities, but not marked to be part of your race. Such things are eating up at your time, eating up at your capacity and resources, therefore making your race, the race that you are supposed to run, less effective. So beware of that. We are slowly transitioning uh, towards the end of our time today, but as part of our Let's Get, Let's Get Practical section, I like num- the verse number two in this chapter 12 that says, we do this, we do what? We do this, meaning we run with endurance, the rate that God, the race that God has set before us, we do that. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, by keeping our eyes on Jesus. So, right there also gives you the key. How do you run that race with endurance? Once you know that you're running the race that you're supposed to run, and once you've got rid of the things that are slowing you down, how do you run this rate with endurance? And why even mention endurance means? Means there are things that can come that are tough. Mean you'll, means you'll need endurance. And, and how do you do that? By keeping um, your eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. He initiates and perfects your faith. That means in the process of perfecting your faith, that's where you'll see the endurance part. God is going to be also disciplining you, disciplining you. And if we skip to a few verses down in this Hebrews chapter 12, and we get to verse um, 5, it says, And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children and said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline, and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord, that's verse 6, for the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one as he accepts, each one he accepts as his child. 
in the Christian world today, especially in our modern world and society and our modern mentality, we don't like to hear this term discipline and punishes, but God does that because it's part of his process to perfecting our faith so that we can run this race that God has set before us with endurance and run it till the end and receive the crown and the reward that was reserved for us. Let me read that again. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. Don't give up. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. Now, let me pause here. I would so much love to continue, but we're going to need to do it in another episode. But right now, I just want to pause here and and, and, and pray. Father, I pray that um, we be able to distinguish between what is our race to run and what is part of the activities that we're supposed to undertake or do as part of the race that you have set before us. And Father, you are the initiator and the perfecter of our faith that we le- like we learn here in Hebrews 12 too. And in order to perfect us, you sometimes will discipline us, punish us as a sign of love. Help us to discern when it is the case so we don't confuse that with any other trial or attack from the enemy. But help us discern when you're discipling us, disciplining us, so that we might grow and that our faith might be perfected for the race that we're running. That's it for today, folks. We will continue in another episode by God's grace, um, still in this chapter 12 of Hebrews. And all of that in the context of making our time count here on earth in whatever we're doing. But for now, go ahead, do it. You can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. All right. You've been listening to Thrive 1110. And uh, if you're not aware, there is a community that we're slowly starting. It's called the Thrive 1110 community. You can find information about that community by going on the website thrive1110.com. Thrive1110.com. That's thrive1110.com. And you'll learn about the community there. And hopefully you can join us on the other side of the community. I'm slowly but surely ramping up the community and um, and tackling up activities that we, we have planned to bring about in the community where we expand in more detail and practical terms and, and worksheets about all of these subjects uh, regarding purpose and finance and business, etc. So that's the Thrive 1110 community. Go check it out, thrive1110.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Thrive 1110. I'm your host, Bol Kerry. Stay well by the grace of God. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.